0: Counselor Accents podcast. Two school counselors who love their jobs. Oh, and they happen to have Southern accents too. Bless their hearts.
1: I'm Laura Ranklin. And I am Kim Crumley. And together we are Counselor Accents. Two school counselors who are in the trenches with you every day.
2: We know what you're going through because we're living it every single day you know you say every day and you're not supposed to that's not your part that's
1: the you first know. time I've ever done it and I realized
2: no, I didn't is the, the very last week. first time I've ever
1: done that and I thought I'm literally getting in her space which I do as you know do not like to do do not get in your space I do not like to over talk you oh yeah I do not like to so that's my apologies. Okay. Well, thank you. That's the first
2: time you've apologized. So thank and you. And that's
1: the first time I've ever
2: gotten in your space okay. ever. So I would like for you to notice my eyebrows today. How are they looking? Your eyebrows look really good. As do mine, but unlike you,
1: I have. I'm I'm sporting the summer uh, in a continual state of rest, if you will. Look. So you, as you are well applied with makeup, I am rolled out of bed. Look.
2: Well, I would like to say this is, I have not done my hair in two days. Like I have not even put but I like it. But it. And. Um, I like it better. When you don't touch your hair, well, it, it's better. Well, and I haven't worked out. I mean, I have worked out already this morning. I have exercised because you lured me to the compound and said, we'll exercise every day. And you have not yet invited me on a walk on a bike ride. I got my bike all shined up and now you do have a good little bales in those little and the the sparkly things hanging out the handlebars in the basket and we haven't gone yet. Uh But you have a good excuse and I didn't realize that until yesterday and you were up front with why you've not been inviting me to come
1: absolutely i have an injured foot
2: i had the refrigerator
1: side when you open up the side things all the stuff fell off onto my foot i think it's broken my husband's got you know he's like "Nah,
2: you're fine going
1: to disney hobbling along.
2: that's what i'm concerned about i'm very concerned about you going to disney
1: my husband's yelling in the background about my foot. He's sick of hearing it. Oh gosh, but it's much better, and we can walk, but um,
2: not for a couple of weeks because we're both going to be going. I know, but that'll give your foot time to heal. But you made up for it by you scheduled me, both of us, an eyebrow appointment. Because um, so I'm I was gonna-
1: sick of look. I don't. I didn't
2: think you realized how
1: caterpillarish they were. It was like you were Uncle Leo Leo off of Seinfeld and I'm like, I'm sick of it's embarrassing is what it yeah. was. Well so and- I thought why would I get my eyebrows done and be seen with her with Frida over here not happening. I can't do the one. And so uh-huh. um
2: you did get all the way to town and realize uh-huh. Oh shoot! I told Laura right. I would pick her up, and you had to turn around and come back. Editor, going to
1: pick you up because you are now. Which I'm forgetting. It's been so weird for you now to be my neighbor. And uh, while I'm gone, you are taking care of said Compound. Yes, correct. Until we you have to care. leave, you get. You have to. What day are you leaving? Oh, yeah. I forgot that. Okay, well, people don't want to hear your no, dirty underwear, your dirty laundry.
2: Make sure I will make sure that your pool is taken care of for the days that we're here.
1: Your children, the way they swim, that's all the cleaning it needs. They're like okay. little tornadoes in there, so that's all the cleaning it needs. And they y'all can fish, all the things. Okay. We expect to happen. Lay up in the house. Stay out of the refrigerator, Phillip's yelling. That's the only thing that... Well, I
2: because you booby-trapped it. for I'm things. booby-trapped
1: it. He's booby-trapped it, and it, I got caught in that
2: said booby trap. <laughs> well, I'm very excited about our guest today. Um, We have somebody that we've been trying to have on for about a year, probably. Um, Dr. Danielle Schultz. She is the queen of Minute Meetings. She started... How I was until
1: you... So I burst. You, let, my you you burst my bubble, yes. Well, and
2: I I knew we had posted something probably a year ago about minute meetings, and someone tagged her in the comments and said, Hey, check this out and posted a link to the blog that she had written. And I was like, Oh, shoot, okay, minute meetings were a thing. And so um then I read it and sent her a message and I was like, Okay, we have got to get you on the podcast. And then this year happened, and if you are a current school counselor, that is all I have to say, and you understand what I mean by this year happened. And We hope
1: that's not a trigger, just hearing those words don't trigger you, and you're in a pile of tears right now.
2: Right. We exchanged a couple of messages back and forth with Danielle, and then now that it's summer and we're able to kind of take a deep breath and get back to scheduling guests, she was so gracious to join us, but I want to read to you some of the things that she has going on. Um, She is a counselor in Pennsylvania, which we say is like one of those states that we all look at. Oh, yes. They've got it going on. Um, And so she does a lot of things. Um, She presents a lot about different topics. So she's a specialist on so many different things. Um, She's been a counselor for 14 years. Um, She has her doctorate in school counseling, so I hope that that does not intimidate you and make you nervous. Uh, to To have my doctorate,
1: I do not like to make it public.
2: Oh, right. You just wrote on a piece of notebook paper. There's a difference. There's a difference. So anyway, she is just really, she's got it going on when it comes to school counseling. And so I am excited for us to dive in and talk to her. We are so beyond honored to have our guest with us today. There is like nothing that she has not done and accomplished, and it is both inspiring and intimidating, but we are just so excited to have Dr. Danielle Schultz with us today. Welcome. Thanks so much for having me. Well, we want to dive right in, and um, you are the specialist on Minute Meetings. You were doing Minute Meetings before they were popular. So I want us to start there and tell us a little bit about how that came about and give us the the behind-the-scenes story on that.
0: Sure. So I worked as a school counselor in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, which is the capital, and my co-counselor and I worked at a to K-8 building. Um, I can't even remember how high my caseload was. It was over 500. It was a lot of students. So we, we really wanted to try to think of a way that we could build somewhat of a relationship with each student, even if it was just like, just a check-in and the way that I am, everything has to have like a pun or alliteration or something going on. So right. I was like, even though we're not meeting with them for a minute, what if we called the minute meetings to try to explain to teachers that we it's not gonna take that long. We're not gonna be pulling them from class for the whole entire period. We just really wanna just do a brief check-in. So um we started that paper-based, and um, that was before I was really like tech savvy trying to do things like everything connected to technology. So um one of the counselors I met along the way who I'm actually presenting with at ASCA this year, Andrea Burston, um we became friends through through ASCA and um, she actually modified the minute meetings to make them be digital. So she used iPads to check in. Like we didn't have one-to-one devices where I worked, so that was never going to happen, but um, she used iPads as a way to do the check-in. So like, since then it's really like skyrocketed people finding ways to do them. And I think it's awesome because it's giving counselors a way to connect with every student. Absolutely. And that is one of the,
1: because uh, we, we too do uh, minute meeting student voice and, and, um, and I, 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 which, you know, I am probably, I'm going to guess maybe a year or two older than you <laughs> should up, Laura. <laughs> okay. A decade or two. Um, but even in the um, old, you know, teacher's, the old piece of paper asking, Mm -hmm. is there anything just, that is the smartest thing any educator can do is to kind of get a, what's going on in that student. Yeah. Exactly. Pulse. I love that.
2: Mm But I'm always, Oh, go ahead.
1: No, I'm just, I just want to ask, um, like through the digital age, I'm all, and that's one of the questions we get all the time is, um, how we keep up with it digitally. And Mm -hmm. so, I want to, we're just, we're just exporting names over into Google Sheets, but is there another way or is there something else? Yeah. Like talk to us about,
0: I um, I want to know that. So I work at a school and I've been here for 10 years now, um, that we have one-to-one devices, which even if you don't have one-to-one devices, you could do it this way. But, um, so I've created surveys in which like the kid scans a QR code. They have access to the survey on their iPad. they fill it out and then I just kind of go over it with them because I can have I can see it on my computer when once they submit it. Um, I think that's a good way to be able to get students to be able to complete it um, otherwise you can just really just create a Google doc and do it I mean not Google doc a Google form and just fill it out yourself for each student um, I've also done it kind of backwards which. I mean, if you're doing needs assessments, that's another way that you can, instead of meeting with every single student, doing a needs assessment and looking at which students are saying like they don't have connection or saying that there's some needs that that you, you can help address through either the school counseling program as a whole, or maybe they need individual counseling, maybe they need, they need some group counseling. So kind of doing a backwards approach is what I did during... Um, the pandemic not that it's over but whatever
2: <laughs>
0: yeah so
2: did you see a difference in the answers
0: from paper-based to when you went digital was there so like a paper was so long ago I mean that was like I, I feel like kids I mean I feel like I on, on whenever I did a paper-based I was the one like asking the question and filling it out um I think it really just depends on students comfort level I think that, uh, they're used to completing things on the computer, so they feel a little more comfortable with that nowadays, but, um, I think it's just in the way that you're asking the questions and just following up and maybe like probing for more whenever they ask yeah. for certain things.
1: That's, yeah. that's interesting because, um, you what you just said was, was spot on. It's just their comfort level because we, have you found that, um, like when when we have incorporated maybe both interviewing and then mid-year check-in on a survey, mm-hmm. like I have been so shocked at some students who, what you were just saying, they feel comfortable online. And then yeah. they're mm-hmm. finding stuff that they would not tell you face-to-face. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. you have those students who would read, if you sit down with them and you're giving them that eye contact, they're, you know, they they oh, open it. Mm-hmm. it is So yeah, I think it's important to kind of, um look at both of those ways because every student what you just said is is it's just
0: according to what they're comfortable
1: with and and we know every urban learner is different every student is different so
0: and my plan for next year and i um is really just to try to do do them all over again like i did previously like minute meetings especially with like new students coming to the building so um my building is a 6 through 8 building so Trying to meet with every sixth grader within the first like two months of school, I think is my goal for next year. and um, I before I, I've done minute meetings in the hall or like other places, but I, I'm really going to do it in my office this year so they know like where can I find her, like what's she about, <laughs> look at the stuff that's in here, like this is and I always tell students like, this is your space, I'm just here. So like I want you to be able to know what you can access in this space. Profound. You. Profound. I love
1: what you just said that this is their space. Mm-hmm. And that is that is um and it's beautiful. Are you in your office right now? I'm in my office, yeah.
0: It is gorgeous I, and I want I would a love to hang out in video there. tour. I try to make it like really homey. Yes. Like yeah. I mean, I don't know if farmhouse <laughs> is still cool, but I'm trying I went for a farmhouse vibe. <laughs> I well I love the
1: plants. That's what I'm wanting to incorporate. Um Next year is the plants. I'm not good at
0: keeping them alive, though.
2: So, well, I was about to say that might spark depression because I would not be able to keep them alive. It is
0: beautiful, though.
1: Thank you. Um, I wanted to ask, and Laura, I know you're going to call me a question hog. Um, I wanted to ask about what questions do you find to be most profitable or helpful?
0: Um, I think things that you will never you always want to ask this sure one. um i i always like to ask like if they feel connected at school um there's all kinds of research about um having one adult connection and how that makes such an impact on students um so making sure that they have like one adult that they connect with in the building and if they feel connected overall to school kind of like a like a mini climate survey type thing, just trying to get a, get a feel for, do they feel connected? Do they feel connected to an adult? Because th- those are big predictors of kids feeling part of the school.
1: I love that. I, I that. love that. And I was thinking I, I'm gleaming for, for I the beginning of next year. And also uh, when you said that, do they feel connected? And and this is one of the things I always ask. And I wasn't thinking about it with minute meetings, but when a student comes in, I always say, who are your friends? And mm-hmm. if they can give me one person mm-hmm. um, I, that that just I feel more confident in their, I guess, their mental well-being. If they can tell me at least one person that they're, they're friends with.
2: Do you ever turn that around to the adults in the school and ask them, do you or let them know, hey, this one student feels most connected to you?
0: Yeah, sometimes we've asked um, like them to name the adult. Um, we've actually done it reverse. There's like, and I, can't, I wish I could think of the actual resource, but there's the actually. I think it's called Making Care in Common. There's like this huge resource from Harvard that um, we've done a couple times as a as a building, like the reverse, like asking teachers like if they connect with students like having the whole list of every sixth grader, and then the teachers put like an X next to the student who they feel like they have a connection with. And then any student who doesn't have any Xs, or like only has like one or two, those are students that we like try to get connected with an adult. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's interesting, like we've done it both ways, like asking students about who they connect with and asking um, teachers who they feel connected to.
1: I love it. I love it. But yeah. kids are changing mm-hmm. so fast and that's one of the things that um for for educators in my school is to just and for educators in our district is just to push educators and realizing that this is a totally different child oh, yeah. than they've ever had before. And there even my stu- even my counselors or students who are coming straight out of college were weren't being taught how to deal with this kind of student. And I feel like that's why these minute meetings are so very vital right now is to keep
0: what you're, you're, to use your word, the pulse. And I feel like I jinxed myself this year because I put this big sign up that said best year ever. And it was actually oh, like one of the most challenging years of my career. And I feel like people don't talk about that enough, but it was a hard year. And Um, um, yeah, definitely some good parts, but. Overall, really hard. I agree well,
1: that you're saying that. Yeah, that's what we're, we're wanting everybody to talk about that. I mean, we, yeah. we realize that we're not, and, and that's why people are fleeing from education. They're mm-hmm. just, they're just, even new people walk, we've had people in our district walk out, like during the middle of the day. Oh, wow. I don't, you know, yeah, um, can't handle this anymore.
2: And that's what we say too, because, you know, we're, we are school counselors. We are, you know, that's our day job. We know. And it's something that you have got to be in the trenches to really understand what it's really like right now to, you know, just to know, like we get it. We understand it's been rough for us too. So I'm glad you said that. Um, And this is your interview, but I think,
1: (laughs) I think you're one of us and you just,
2: Eat and everything. She's now providing some counseling to us.
1: So that's yes, what we learned. Sure. And that's what this was really about free counseling. Uh, <laughs> we had someone that, that spoke to our teachers, and it was something that came from the Center for Children's Wellbeing or Health or whatever. And it is for the first time 60 something percent with students who have some diagnosis of mental health, trauma, autism, dyslexia. So right. to get educators to understand there is you're not the typical student that has every all every check. That's your minority. You're dealing with students and it's a it's this huge array of mm-hmm. issues that we're dealing with now. Yeah. So anyway it, and, and for the school counselor, do you see a lot of uh, teachers that are asking for your help for them personally or?
0: Oh yeah. (laughs) And I I mean, I I feel like people have different thoughts about that. Like our, I feel like our job is to support the school. Like I'm obviously not going to try to be a counselor to a teacher, but if they need something or they need to vent about something, I'm going to listen. And if I feel like it's like beyond that, I would say like, Hey, have you thought about employee assistance program or something like that? But I feel like our job is to support the school. So I agree. It's like a whole, I mean, it's a whole system. Like I I feel it. And I can't not look at it as a system. I think they know that we're a safe
1: space where we're, you know, we're, we're not there for necessarily. We're not there as therapists period for anybody, Mm -hmm. but when they, they've got to cry, they've got to vent, as you said, This is a place where we're going to keep our mouth shut and they can come in and just do that because their mental health, Mm -hmm. as we're learning, is as fragile now as it's ever been across the board. And for them to to do what they need to do safely with students, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, absolutely. I agree 100%.
2: Well, um, we talk a lot about minute meetings and we're actually. Presenting on that at ASCA. Awesome. And so Kim and I were oh, talking about it. So we can have you stand and yeah. put a crown on your head. And I told Kim that you were coming on. She said, Oh gosh, is she mad at us for doing minute meetings? No. no. <laughs> we <laughs> laughed about it. I said, like, she's going to be like, I have the copyright
1: on that. No. <laughs> I think then that. We stand up in the middle of our session and act mad. Oh, okay.
0: that'll be great. The drama, I'll just throw something yes. down. Yeah, <laughs> like, <are> <laughs> I I really feel like, I mean, my whole purpose and even like the beginning, whenever I started a blog and like, I feel like that little tiny blog that my dad told me to write has really just, I mean, I wouldn't be anything without that. And I, like, I really created that to share with school counselors. And I feel like anybody who knows me knows that everything I do, I really want, I, that's my goal is just to help yeah. other school counselors. I love it. Thank you
1: so much. That's mm-hmm. all, That's what we need as school counselors is more advocates to pull
0: each other through the trenches. What are <laughs> you speaking about at Aska? Oh, my goodness. Um, well, I'm spe- I'm presenting about amplifying your advocacy with Twitter. And I'm joking that hopefully Twitter will still exist by then. Um, but I think it's okay. I think it'll be okay. Um, well, I, I think, think there you're probably speaking
1: there. to something that you, whatever is the new thing or whatever. What, well, if whatever. you don't
0: Twitter, I'll figure out something else by then. We will try to hit your session. I'm, when is I'm also session? presenting with um, Sarah Kirk and Andrea Burston on leveraging funding for your school counseling program. Ooh. And in a very last minute, just found out that I'm also going to be presenting a, an additional session that I haven't shared yet, which um, with Andrea That's tech use tech to connect, which is kind of funny because you asked about, like, well, you want to talk about marketing, that's kind of like what that presentation will be about. Mm -hmm. Well, we will catch you
1: anytime we're not presenting at the same time, we'll Mm -hmm. try to catch that. Sounds good.
2: (laughs) Well, I do want us to jump into a topic that is both fun and important, and not something that's always on our school counseling radar. And that is marketing your school counseling program. And so that's one of the things that you present on. So why don't you um,
0: dive into that topic with us? Sure. Um, I think the big thing to know about marketing, I think that school counselors are are a little afraid or don't like to toot their own horn, so to speak. Um, I, I often feel like school counselors think whenever you share about the things that you're doing, that it's bragging, um, which I couldn't feel is further than the truth. Um, I, whenever I was doing, and I, it wasn't really until I was doing research for my dissertation that I had like this major aha moment, like, oh my goodness, professional advocacy is marketing. Like what? Like, like, it just was like a major, like. Yeah, I don't even know. Like, I love those
1: moments. Yeah,
0: yeah. It just—I yeah. was like, wait a minute. This is people don't realize this. We're advocating. Like, marketing yes. is advocacy. So it's really like you are controlling the narrative. Like, if people don't know what it is you do, they're going to assume whatever they they think from their past or whatever. So it's really like marketing your program is really just letting other people know who you are, what you do, how you serve students. It's really just letting them know your role and what you do.
1: I love that so much. You are speaking mm-hmm. our language. I want you now instead of two. There'll be three of us going forward together on this uh, on this podcast. You are now Agreed. or just Laura. You are out. Um, <laughs> what are some things that you do? Like I, I love. I want to know. I want to know what. What do you do
0: to market? Sure. So, I mean, some people think that you have to like completely reinvent the wheel, which you absolutely do not have to do. Um, You just really have to think about what are ways people currently get information and how can you kind of like latch yourself onto that? Um, So I know for our school, my principal sends out a weekly update for all. um, We use Schoology as our course management system. So he sends out a weekly update and I try to make sure that anything that's going on in the counseling world is somehow part of that. And so like, I'll write up a description of there's a drop-in group that I do each Monday. Like I write up that and share information about that. So making sure that like, you're trying to get the word out to where people already are looking for information. Um, Twitter is a way that I do that. And sometimes marketing isn't always just to, and I'm going to say this in the presentation that I do about Twitter, like, it's, it really depends who your audience is. And on Twitter, um, I think that most people think like, oh, well, you're not going to reach everybody through Twitter, but you might reach the right people. Like administrators are on Twitter. Like my, um yeah. dr- my, my direct supervisor, the, su- yes. the supervisor of my counseling program, the superintendent, like our marketing people, like they're all on Twitter. So whenever yeah. you're sharing the stuff that you're doing, about your program, you're sharing it with the people who like the heavy hitters who it makes Absolutely. Who can
1: who can make things happen for your program? Those board members, those different people that when they re, when they repost that or whatever. Yeah, yeah. absolutely.
0: So uh, some other things that I do um like I send I basically like direct mail to students. Like anytime that there's something going on, like I send emails out to the whole entire grade level or the um the grade level or the whole entire student body um i've appeared on our morning announcement program like we do uh basically they do a zoom that broadcasts to all of the like the teachers just log on to the zoom and the kids can watch it um trying to think of what else also I, and not every school has this but i'm a big fan of closed circuit tvs um that we have this program called kitcast that like broadcasts um basically like a google slide to all the different TVs in the building, so I'm use my canva my 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 love, yeah, <laughs> and put it yeah. on there um, all kinds of designs, like you can add things that are um gifts like that move and things, so I, I try to just get them everywhere that they are, like where where are the students' eyes, where are the parents' eyes, like where are the supervisor's eyes, and try to get some stuff underneath them. I love it, I love right. that so
1: much. Um, I, I want us to get. We've we've got to meet when we get to ask because I feel like we
0: would just you have to. Like oh.
1: I don't know how that's not. get a cup of coffee or do something because I want to. One of the things that I think when you said that it's got to reach the office, uh, it's got to reach the people. Um, I do a counselor magazine. Oh, so that's, that's really cool. Well, and and so that that parent meeting, that first meeting where parents come in. Uh, doing a QR code instead of the brochure I went to and that's Canva when you said Canva I mean you can create that magazine have it published and those parents can flip through the magazines and and kind of that middle school age likes that kind of thing too so when you said that I mean what what works for your people and Mm -hmm. the message that you want to get out now that doesn't you can change that it's not a quick turnover I mean you wouldn't You might want to change that magazine up. I don't know. But it's not like something like Twitter where everything I'm, you know, I'm staying really current, but it's just another means of marketing. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Newsletters. I mean, S'more uh, has like you can buy a package that you can get a bunch of like send more than three out, but you can even just start out with the the free stuff. Yeah. Really just try it. Um, Another thing I've done, which, you might think that I'm an extrovert, but I'm absolutely not. Like I'm a major introvert. And so like, whenever I, I'm much more like sociable on zoom and other things and like social media, but really I'm like, not very extroverted. Um, so like for parent teacher nights and stuff like that, I really went out of my comfort zone. and was like handing out popcorn because I tried to make a theme with my, um, like I have outside of our office, like, a pop in to see the school counselor. I love a theme. I love a pun. Like I we want a very pun people. theme related and yeah, to the point gotta, of being ridiculous. Yeah. Like just over the top. Puns. Yeah. So um, I really went out of my comfort zone and like, I was like, Oh, how can I like, like kind of break the ice. And so I was handing out popcorn and being very corny. I mean, that's a double pun. So um, it, it was just mm-hmm. real. It was a lot, but I did it. <laughs> I
2: love that. And I will be doing that. I know. I'm like, okay, not only are we taking minute meetings, we are taking every single other thing. Like, we mm-hmm. are. You, it. Can it. you can
0: print Everything. it all out. I have all of the stuff that you can just take. <laughs> oh,
1: so good. Please share. Please
0: share with us because done.
1: What yeah, I'm going to do for the year house is in. done. I was going to yeah.
0: try to change it up each year but i don't know i just love popcorn so much it's who just a good one it? who <laughs> does that okay i'm taking the popcorn
1: bag i'm going to put the qr code on the popcorn bag for the
0: parents yes
1: you're going to scan it they have their magazine ha- everybody's, happy. Mm-hmm. everybody's happy everybody's happy yeah. And then we're going to speak to Aska or some other fabulous maybe in the Caribbean to do a speaking engagement about yes. this thing. Yes. Yep. Full, Full circle.
2: Full circle. I am going to use my instructional money to buy a popcorn machine and just tell my principal
0: don't ask. That's <laughs> perfect. <laughs> I, well, and while we're talking about like budget, I mean, like what the the presentation that we're doing at ASCA, Andrea and I always say, like you don't get what you don't ask for, and you got to use all that money. So now is the perfect time for people to be looking, like, what money's left. You might have money in your budget.
1: Hey, absolutely, that is one of the things that um, I am not good at is the money part. I definitely want to pick your brain. And and I hope to, come to your session on the money things because um it's hard for me to ask for money and when you're doing programs and, and we're um you know, I'm asking now for help getting stoppings for educators that I want to come to a program that we're do that we're hosting and I'm I'm putting it together. And it's amazing when you ask. Um Yep. Sometimes they're like, well, let's see what we can do and you can get that. So, uh I'm 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 stepping out of my comfort zone to start to ask, but I I'm not very good at that.
0: Well, we're going to share tons of ideas of
1: things that you can access. So, oh, I cannot wait.
0: I cannot wait. Is there going to be some grant talk in that or just Oh yeah, there's grant talk. That's that's all Sarah though. <laughs> I'm not as good at that part, but she knows about all the grants.
2: Did we have Sarah? Did we?
0: Well, I better? talked her
2: and I told her that we want her. So um we still do. So Sarah, if you're listening, we and still. And you better it.
1: be because your friend's on here. That'd be yeah, rude. Yeah.
2: yeah. Sarah
1: so we'll doll you until you get on here. Yep.
0: And her I think we,
1: it. <laughs> we will hunt you down. Okay. We, will be a- we will call you out at our session, even if you're not there. <laughs> so that's going to make you feel horrible All if right. you're not.
0: Okay. Uh, no, I'm teasing you. You actually, if you're doing three, I don't even know. Right. I, we, I don't know when, when I like make a them. list for myself. I'm like, sh- I'm, already about, like sh- I'm already feeling stressed about like, don't forget. <laughs> don't right. forget. I, know. I know. Did you get all yours turned in? All your slides turned in? Um, I did for two of them, but they like literally asked last minute if Andrea and I could do. Yes. The tech one, so they said that we had. They're okay on. with that. Thank goodness.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Why you put her on the no. spot, Kim, you like this is the first year that we've turned because our we time have in on never time. gotten ours in on
1: time. And so and now you're like, so right. you I am you? like feeling so proud that we actually met a deadline. Yeah. So I, I wanted to make her feel bad because she seems so perfect.
0: <laughs> I want to say this. No, I'm not. Okay.
1: <laughs> I love other counselors. I love them so much and all that they're doing, and I know what you're going through, and and so. Keep up the good work. (laughs) Laura, anything else?
2: Well, I just want to thank you again for coming on and sharing your expertise and your tips and tricks. It's already got my wheels turning for this upcoming year. I think this was a great episode. Um, You know, as as some of us have finished the year and some of us are starting to think about the next year, you know, we're, we're recovering from the trauma that was this past year. Um, I think it's great to start making those plans for next year. So this was a great shot in the arm for us all.
1: Thanks so much for having me. Absolutely. Yeah. We'll see you in about Absolutely.
2: a month. Wow. I know she was not only a breath of fresh air, but also an inspiration to get our tails in gear for this upcoming year. Absolutely. And yeah. To get some things going. So Absolutely.
1: I'm. I think she's the type that you could ask any school counseling question; she'll have an idea on it, or okay. just how to promote your program or make your program better, or anything. So I could just see her wheel spinning. I think I cannot wait to um, meet her or get to see her sessions at ASCA. And if you're going to ASCA, check her out. But what a great! I think there's just I think we just what's frustrating is I just feel like I could have. I want to know all the things. Like I want to know everything that you know, all the stuff she's doing. And I think we just got the tip of the iceberg.
2: Well, one thing I wish that we had asked her about was she has been a school counselor at a county jail. And so I wish we had, wow. of, uh, which that can be the next thing that she comes on and talks about. Um, So that's an episode that we can. Absolutely. I, wish. But, I feel like you messed up on that one. Yeah. Well, you know, if you would do a little research on our guest. Oh, then it wouldn't all be on me, but that's so do
1: everything we'll fight I, later.
2: We'll fight yeah. later, yeah. Coming through again and said otherwise, well, I wanted to talk about that because I could not yeah. keep a straight face whenever, which I think Danielle had looked off to the side, thank goodness. Um, because I would hate for her to be yet someone else that's lusting after your husband, absolutely. And for our people that are listening. Your husband walked through. I don't know if he was fully clothed or not. I don't know. I
1: never know.
2: But anyway, he is,
1: um, I'm in the middle of the house, which I'm usually not because my child is not here. He's with my parents. And so uh, I thought I'll have the house to myself. Well, here comes, as I uh, as I lovingly call him, B12, because he's in a constant need of B12. I'm on the air now. And um, so, yes, he has slugged on through twice now because I'm in the middle of the house.
2: He's practically begging to be a guest. Why don't it we just play
1: something And, 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 and the he time. and you, as you know, Laura, because you've met him, he knows something about everything.
2: <laughs> Which I find very comforting to know that he's a specialist in so many he's areas.
1: Yes, yes, but but it yes, it makes from some great arguments because we're both specialists. It's all a family of firstborns, and so that's not we know everything. Yeah, but yes, for those of you who want to rewind and catch a little look, see, I do not blame you at all.
2: <laughs> There's a reason you snagged him, right? <laughs> Absolutely, it wasn't easy. <laughs> well, um, anything else you'd like to? talk about I just feel like that's that's probably a great place to end I think we probably should yeah okay all right well you can follow us on Facebook you can follow us on Instagram you can uh, rate and review this podcast because that helps other people find this podcast and it helps other people find Kim's husband which is (laughs) (laughs) so important
1: it's yes it's like finding a unicorn it is. <laughs>